when does he get it? He doesn't. Why not? Because he broke the rules. What rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir. Wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. You lose a contract signed by him. You get washed. You get terrorized. You get nothing. Good day. You lose. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I said wrong, sir. Wrong. You get. This is how I know I'm a bad dancer. I, I'm listening to the music. And I start moving, and I look at myself, and I, I look a little bit like MC Hammer going back and forth. It can't touch us. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, well, everybody, welcome back to Ancient Confused. Uh, back in the studio, which isn't a studio. It's wherever my, uh, where, wherever I'm in room. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, I, sexy as ever in uh, flannel pajamas. I have such the rigged setup. This is freaking horrible. So, as usual, <laughs> I tried to be smart about a situation and ended up at a dumb destination. Um, the uh, where so, are you at? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Destination may not have been the right word. I mean, I'm in jolly old England. Um, I'm in London, home of home of questionable dental care. Um, you know, and so, questionable accents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh shit um so I, i've tried to you know as the listeners know i travel a good bit and there is always a challenge of bringing the gear to record um these shows and the music that we have you know in the past few months gotten back into uh recording and songwriting etc cetera, etc cetera. i'm always looking for ways to optimize that uh, the problem is, Craig being Craig, I usually find some way to fuck that up. And so I was in the process of uh, cleaning my house like a demon, which we'll get to uh, the impetus for that later on. And well, I, I can't came, wait for that little uh, gem. For that little nugget. Um, <laughs> came across a microphone that I've been looking for forever that I bought. This is like a little... Uh, condenser MXL microphone. It was dirt cheap. It was like a uh, musician's friend stupid deal of the day thing. Craig, I'm using that right now. I had zero expectations whenever I got this thing. It's the 910. And it sounds like a dream. The catch is, is that the mounting for this mic, which is pretty much shaped like a giant gray cock, um takes some kind of special ring adapter that threads into the base of it so you can attach it. They couldn't just make it easy. They couldn't just give you a mic that connects to a normal mic stand. Um, no, no, no. They had to be special. So it's got this adapter, um, which whenever I threw this in my bag, I had forgotten about. Uh, and I'm sure I've since misplaced it somewhere very safe uh, in my house. <laughs> But long story short, I've got this beautiful sounding microphone. I left my old microphone back at home, and I started unpacking to get ready for the show. I'm like, well, how the fuck am I going to – how am I going to set gonna this up? It. Yeah, how am I going to mount it? question that I've asked myself several times throughout life, um, <laughs> especially in bars. So I uh, – what I ended up settling <laughs> Always on – Always with the euphemisms, yes, my friend. Yes, look, it's what, we're 
three Pretty minutes much. and fifty six. I I think I got already in a poop. before a sexual <laughs> you know innuendo. So I've got the I've got the Greycock microphone uh, strapped to a giant red water bottle with Velcro oh straps, and then the pop filter mounted on the little you know plug going into the bottom of it. So. Um, I it, never go pop filter, man. I mean, I think there's two people, two types of people in this world. You go pop filter, or you go without. And uh, you know, I'm going once, pop filterless. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going straight in. I'm not going wow, with any protection at all. It, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just, just driving it right to the listeners with, with no, no barrier. That's very irresponsible yeah, of you. That, that's not. Well, it, it's for more a man intimate. In 40s, you should know better. It's more. It, it's very. <laughs> It's more intimate. Hey, I'm half dead already. Like what? Aren't we all? Aren't we? Yeah. All? <laughs> um, but no, it's it's a it's a phenomenal microphone. And as Mark um, said on a, a previous conversation, it's like taking taking away this like uh, lens and just like um, uh, makes makes things so transparent. Um, I mean, I've been recording f- for. Um, the, the previous, I don't know, uh, except for the last three or so episodes, um, with a, um, SM57 and it's okay. just like, don't I thought it was too fine. Technical, Cause most of our listeners over. Sorry, Japan sorry. It's, it's, audio files. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's the, it's a uh, basic the, live performance mic, you know, for, right, for right. folks not familiar. It's, it's dynamic. Anyway, whatever. Um, so, and this this is such a step up um, <clears throat> for for all of us. Uh, so hopefully, uh, the fidelity is improved for our one and a half. Well, um, yeah, and for the listeners that don't know, all of these shows, with the exception of the very rare uh, live shows like Camp Cornhole Two, which was our last one, um, are recorded remotely. It's still live. But James is in Chicago. I'm in London right now. And then, you know, if we've got Marcus or whoever in on it, they're in Nashville. And we record our own streams, and then we do some little, you know, magic behind the curtain. Don't look back there because I'm totally masturbating. Um, and and marry it all <laughs> magic together. Magic of Oz. Oz back there. God, what if Oz just had a giant bat of KY? What, what if he was just twisted? Had up like okay. the, uh, the 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 wizard had like the the Oz <laughs> version of you porn just back there the little green TV with some flying butt monkeys and shit doing. But he's you know stuff. but what he, he's masturbating to uh, a guitar center uh, <laughs> the <laughs> guitar guitar dot com. No, um, don't look back here. Oh, the manly vox dot. Oh, it's only four thousand dollars. I could almost afford that if I sold my house. <laughs> Straw man, we've discussed this. Uh, um, sure. man, I got. <laughs> I've got a I'm lot going pe- on in this twisted brain right now, and a big part of that is because it's been bottled up. Um, to our listeners, we do apologize. We know it's been a long time. Um, since we've regularly been recording shows. Now, there is a reason for that. And the reason is uh James, go ahead. Um I'm not sure exactly what you're asking me. Um there's has been some fluctuation or fluidity in my uh employment. Okay. 
And uh, is that where you're going with this? No, I I wasn't going to go somewhere depressing. I was going to say we have been writing and recording music, and that was exciting. Um, oh yeah, I, yeah. So we, um, <laughs> there, there's well, look, look. All right, you've got four guys living in four different um, in four different locations, right? Uh, or for for the most part. And um, you know, think about the logistics of of putting together. Um, a song, much less an, an album, um, which I, I think is something that that we we'd like to aspire to do. But you know, it's one song at a time, and right. one of these songs uh, it has our you know obsession right now. Um, um, can I say the name of the of song? Course. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the damn song. I'm I'm gonna pull the the cover back. It's gonna be a rough mix, but I mean, we we played up i mean we oh, if, if we look wow. back we we did the story of hard case we're like hey we're gonna give a good swing at this music uh right. i'm gonna <laughs> give the listeners a sneak peek very very rough mix of a new song we've been working on which has been a big part of what's kind of consumed us lately and kept us off the mics for the show i mean other than the usual real life stuff of oh you know nobody has the same day off and uh you know i'm got this going on at home that going on at home this going on at work that going on at work so yeah um i i mean imagine trying to put together a you know a, a book reading club and everybody uh is trying to get um it, it, no one's in the same city but you're trying to have a conversation so you're like hey um <clears throat> linda i have um uh, some notes from last week's uh uh um, uh, meeting that we we didn't have in person, but we had online, and uh, so this is what I thought. Uh, chapter ten, when uh, Karen goes up to the 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 king of England, whatever, and um, this and that, and, and I, I thought it was a metaphor. Yeah, metaphor for <laughs> this and that, and and then you know uh, uh, Brenda from uh, Cleveland. Wants to chime in. She she has to download the the conversation that you just that you just uploaded, and maybe she gets to it in a week, um, because she has her own life going on, and right. uh, then she wants to to add her own thing in the show, so she does. She has to add her uh conversation or her diatribe uh along with Karen and and Linda's sorry Linda's uh thing. And it's it's just a, oh God. it's a big collaborative effort. It has a lot yeah. of moving parts. It requires pauses for feedback and adjustment <clears throat> at yep. every step along the way. Uh, so you want to adjust so, something, you know, you have to say I, we we we'd like more of this, or you know, this is out of sync. Can we bring this up? And then I have to download that and re-record, and then put it all up on the server. So someone else, well, and it, I mean, long least... long story short, folks. It, again, we don't want to get too technical on you. Uh, we don't we don't want you to zone out. But well, I just want to know. I want them to know that it's like it's really confusing and complicated. But we've got a system down, and we're we're working on it. It's, right. It's a lot of fun. It's very complicated, uh, but it's very satisfying. We already have one. I think that's complete. But we're working on one song. And sorry to interrupt. But we're working on one song right now, and I think we're really close, uh, called Innocent, and maybe we'll close with that. I don't know. You just... Yeah, you know, you know. I, I was thinking of just throwing it in now. 
Uh, and then we can go to. Oh, or right. are you wanting to tease it? You want to tease it? I know. I, let's. I, let's. Now I think we should give them at least a little dose, and not maybe the whole thing, but uh, at least a little uh, dose of of innocent, because I, I I think that it is. Uh, it, it's at least opening a window, or at least uh, giving them a, a, a view of what the, the potential is for this song, which is beautiful, oh, and yeah, I'm yeah. really proud of it. Open a window, light a match, just get ready, and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you Because it's coming one way or the other. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, okay, so I tell you what. Um, I'll play a little bit of it now. All right. And then if, you, if you're a good listener and you stay until the end of the show, I'll play all of the rough mix. And, uh, you know, hopefully you may or may not get something out of that. But um, here we go. So here is a little bit of Innocent. Let me pull it up and try not to hang up on James at the same time. Journey I cling to a land that isn't always straight. Desperate for silence, searching for clues. I piece them together, it brings me to you. And it turns in your face. But I swear that. All right, so there's our tease of Innocent. Um, I I stopped right before uh, the the initial climax there, so a little bit of audio audio edging, I guess, is what that would be, right? Righto, righto. Uh, I I would like to uh, greet the listeners, by the way. I, I never really said where you said I was from Chicago. I'd like the greetings from the land of falling leaves and disappearing yoga pants. Oh, why do they have to disappear? Oh my! You know, I was hoping it'd be a, a year-round thing, but I'm still uh, commuting on my bike, which no one gives a fuck about. But <laughs> you know, it gives me a chance to, to look people. around. Jimmy's on his bicycle. Uh, <laughs> if you were on your bicycle in yoga pants, that would be fantastic. Actually, I well, feel we would I, need a video I of that. do have tights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do. They are bike bicyclist male or men's tights uh for the bicycle but <laughs> it's a satchel for, damn it it's not a purse i know i know no it's they're 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 great but uh i have to have other armor for um year-round um and winter uh commutes and stuff like that yeah but, i mean it gives you a chance to kind of look around and like uh yesterday i was riding around and um the like I felt like I was back in the south because the the leaves are falling so quickly, and the um, uh, leaf blower bastards are just uh, uh, all all around. Yeah, no, yeah. it's and it's constantly you're breathing that stuff in. But they didn't get a chance yesterday because it was Sunday, and I got a chance to see all the colors that I used to see back when I was living in in Chattanooga back in Tennessee, and. 
uh, it brought back so many so many memories. I mean, the, and, the, and the like that earthy, <clears throat> sweet smell of uh, dying vegetation, I guess, um, was actually kind of beautiful. Um, and uh, it gives you a chance to, to, to check all that stuff out. You can't do that in a car for the most part. I mean, unless you're living in the mountains or something like that. Uh, but uh, I'm up close and personal with uh, the vegetation. And you know you're getting older when you're talking about the weather for five minutes <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but that's... Uh, it's kind of nice. It's uh, it's like 50 degrees here, and it's just like that perfect riding temperature. So you can get hot and sweaty, but uh, it still keeps you kind of cool. Especially, I don't know. That's 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 all I got about that. All right. Um, yeah. Um, well, the um, you know what's funny is like, and this may be a sign of my my eyes failing more and more as I progress in age. Hey, join the club, man. Oh God, it's it's embarrassing. But I uh, I saw your text with your your ideas, right? And I I started to uh, I, I was like, tear up. Disappointing yoga pants. There's there's got to be a great story to that. <laughs> oh I no! You said disappointing and not was disappearing, it? right? It's like, oh, oh man. he's gonna I'm talk sorry I disappointed you, Craig. Just chunky, just cottage cheese filled ass just spilling out of a pair on pants on some public. I'm not Chicago saying they've disappeared completely already. Um and yeah. there is some really inappropriate usage of yoga pants for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a privilege, not a right. You right. Know? It, that was not the intention, ma'am, and you know it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Today on Mari Povich. <laughs> Damn it, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Nice callback. Oh, um, God. Yeah, uh, Larry has uh, taken his yoga pants and put them back in his, um, I don't know, uh, uh, compartment, uh, storage unit uh, for, uh, for next year. Away. For, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no sailing, no yoga pants. Um, just leaves and then going to be uh, uh, fields and 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 uh, as far as the eye can see, yellow and uh, brown snow uh, from, <laughs> from 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 now till it's all about the April. outdoor latrine that is Chicago uh, for James. In Dude, the it's it's like every time I, I I I go around a corner, I'm like, you had to buy a dog, didn't you? Didn't you? <laughs> It it that's it had uh and it's ugly. Like it's an ugly dog. You had to buy a dog and that's what you went with. Wow. Is that what you're going with? Come on, there aren't ugly dogs. <laughs> and I know you're a dog lover dogs. and it's it's just it's not a it's I'm not being terribly serious about this, but I do when when it's like <clears throat> the wind is in my face and it's starting to rain and I'm riding to work. And it's taking me twice, twice the amount of time because the wind is in my face. Uh, and then there's, you know, I'm passing a, a dog in the a, <laughs> one piece of grass that's still green in January, just and it's just taking, just dropping a little, yeah, <laughs> just just going to town. 
and then tra- tries to tries to uh, cover it up or whatever. And I'm like, you had to cover it up. Dog. Is this a cat dog? No, that's what they do. They, oh, they, the, uh, they the foot scuffle that some of them. Yeah, do? the scuffle. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they get uh, they get excited about that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they're um, trying to cover up their scenters. I don't know what that is. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not a pet owner. I don't please turn care. Into a dog psychologist. That would be the most amazing <laughs> turn of events. But you know, that said, don't uh, forget to spay and neuter your uh, pet. Um, All right, Bob so, Barker. So, All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so fall has brought other <laughs> challenges for me. Uh, oh, let's some... talk about you. Okay. Oh, hey, no, no, no. Let, let's talk more about the dog shitting and pissing on, on the on, around the Chicago streets. Let's let's keep it focused here. I think everybody is really concerned about my <laughs> dog shitting concern. Now, Craig, tell us about your fall. All right. So for a while now. I didn't mean to shit on your point here. Right. Sorry. Oh, well delivered, sir. Mm. Um, So... Look, people who have listened know that I, I don't have the smoothest ride at home, all right? I've got a wife who wants certain things done. Those things change daily, and she is like, like equally angry about whatever she wants done. Uh, and <laughs> if I'm not doing the right thing, God help me, because, you know, shit's going to get real. So... One of, you know, lately, the thing is, is that, oh, you know, all my family is coming, she's telling me. All my family is coming. They're all going to stay at the house because they would be offended if they didn't stay at the house. So we've got to yeah. clean it top to bottom. And then she decided that she needs to completely remodel the first floor bathroom in the course of, like, about seven days. That's a week. That's when a, I say she, a yeah, short when, amount of time. When I say she... Uh, that infers a large part of labor from me. Uh, and long story short, she uh, she kind of pulled a routine where, yeah, this has to happen. I'm going to be very angry if this doesn't happen. In fact, I'm going to be very angry even if it is happening because it's probably not getting done exactly the way I want it done. And by the way, I'm going to duck out for several of the days that we have, uh, leaving you holding the bag to get large parts of this task complete. So that was a huge strain on us and home and everything. And I'm there like just covered in dust because she needs wood paneling on the walls. She can't just like fill in holes in the drywall and paint. No, she wants beadboard everywhere. Uh, She wants the trim to look just right. She needs new power plugs, new uh, light switches, Um, the... You know, plumbing must be disconnected and removed. Uh, just everything, everything. Uh, the flooring was redone, and then we stopped short. I, I'm glad that she saw some semblance of reason when she realized that we could not re-porcelain uh, plate the tub and tiles before they would arrive. Now. Al, what the, in seven days? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Keep in mind, I it's not like I took seven days off from work. This is, okay, I've got two days off here, two days off here, and by the way, yeah, I know you just I have to sleep. work in, yeah, 12 or 14 hours, but this has to get done, so why don't you stay up until the night because you're an asshole if you don't. Um, So 
there's that, which has been lovely. And uh, a lot of our fighting got to a very serious point where, you know, it was kind of a, you know what? After your family leaves, we're going to have a serious discussion of what our future looks like if there is even is one. Wow, that's that's a strong that's a strong statement, Craig. Yeah, I'm well, you know, I'm just that. I'm just I'm so tired of conflict, man. I'm I'm yeah. so tired of just. It shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't come home to like the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan every fucking day. Uh, now oh. the weird thing is, is that my wife is a completely different person when her family's around. <clears throat> Right. And I don't know if it's because they make her so happy or if it's about a maintaining appearances thing or some mix of the two. But now she's very pleasant towards me. And I don't know if that's a mirage or if we're pseudo good, which is kind of as good as we tend to get. Um, and if this is just kind of lining us up for the entire cycle to repeat in the future, I don't know. But anyway, I, I kind of got off topic. So this immediate remodel kind of pushed another concern which had been brewing to the back now that concern is that for a while now i've heard noises noises in my home james what do you like noises all right go ahead elaborate once i ruled out the ghost of a 60 year old flasher man um <laughs> Oh, it was a man, not a not a not a flasher. It, the, the, woman. the women are never flashers, right? Like yeah, you never so. went to the park and had a woman like yank out an udder or two and go, "Hey, what do you think of these?" No, it's always some pervo guy, right? Because just the way we're wired. Um, no, so I, I will I will take a step to that. Is not how we're wired. The normal um... <laughs> defend the gender, James. Defend it. I'm just saying no, we're not all, um, you know, Weinstein. No, 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 not, not to, not to that. I didn't mean it quite that way, but I, I get what you're saying. So, <laughs> anyway, so I've heard these noises up in the ceiling, okay. and I'm like, motherfucker, you know. And I, I figured, well, you know, at first I thought it was just squirrels kind of running across the top, but then the noises changed to like this heavy scratching from behind, maybe one or two layers of drywall. Go out, look at the side of my house, and one of the slots that covers up this air channel kind of in the roof of the home, and it's a two-story home, has been knocked out, and something has forced entry into there and apparently uh, set up shop in the roof of my house. Mm. Removing such an inhabitant is not an easy thing because, A, I would have to get a big-ass ladder, that air channel is only one foot by one foot wide, which I, I don't even think I can fit into. And then it, it's it's an older home, so it doesn't have a traditional attic like we would be used to in the South where you pull down this, you know, trap door and yeah. uh, a, a staircase unfolds onto your head, uh, and then you can go up into this secret magical space that you didn't know was there. No, it's something to where the, quote, attic is these leftover triangular spaces on the sides, and the area that this creature has set up in is disconnected entirely from those and not accessible without tearing out the entire roof and ceiling of your living quarters. Well, and and <clears throat> and to accentuate your point, if you just cover up the entry that you you, you saw that was uh, I don't know, destroyed or whatever, right? Um, 
You're just trapping the animal in your house. Right. Then it dies in there. Then you've got you know, all kinds of smells and whatnot. And the thing is, is that I wanted to address this during the hottest months of the year because there was an activity in there because it was hot as balls. Nothing wanted to be in our attic in the middle of August, right? But uh-huh. because my wife wanted other things done and was very adamant about those things, I never got to address it during the time of year that it would have made sense. So in the summertime, I probably could have fixed the hole and not have to worry about it. But now it's the fall. It's very cold in New York. And now the thing set up shop in there. So I had to go the route of, oh, and by the way, I'm now seeing like (laughs) roof tiles that are discolored because it's made its bathroom in this one foot by one foot square and it's starting to soak through the roof tiles and a little bit of a smell, you know, in the walk-in closet. I'm like, okay. And and now, now the wife decides, oh, well, this has to get addressed. We're like, yeah, really? You think so? No shit. No shit. So of now course. I'm stuck. Yeah, I go to an exterminator who's immediately 500 bucks out of the gate. Uh, he sets up traps. I buy this ultrasonic repeller um, and set it up as close to kind of the, the roof ceiling that I can get to. Because, again, I can't get into the space where this thing actually is without tearing open the ceiling to, you know, our rooms and finding God knows what inside. And then uh, along with that, you've got uh, and and I talked to my insurance and man, there I could probably spend an entire hour and a half on the runaround that I got from my fucking insurance that I pay a lot of money for. For events that I did not plan on happening. Right. That's the idea. It's like you know what I throw money at you people every month so that you'll have my back when the shit hits the fan. And it's a gamble for you, but it's a gamble that'll probably pay off. Well, immediately, like, my agent starts giving me the, well, you know, we could file a claim, but uh, it's not going to be covered. And and if you end up having something else happen where you got to file two more claims, we might drop your insurance entirely. And I looked what? at him. Yeah, I, I looked at him because apparently he's used to this tactic working. Oh, I said, uh, no. you're not going to chill me from at least trying. And I'm glad I did because the verbiage that he pointed out ended up being bullshit. And apparently, long story short, if it is a larger animal, kind of more of a wild animal that pushes its way into your home, it's going to be covered. So the exterminator's gone out there. He set up traps. He did catch a possum, which qualifies. That's paid. That's good. I still have a giant like $1,200 deductible that will have to come out of my ass. Jesus. Um, I just love that scam. Uh, man, uh, it's a scam. It's completely a scam. And then we we heard noise after the possum was taken away. So then it's like, well, what else is up there? Is it mama possum with babies? Is it something else entirely? Yeah. And then the noise stopped. So I don't know if something died up there or if uh, the repeller finally pushed it away because I noticed there was a lot more movement after I started setting up the repeller, so maybe it finally drove whatever was up there crazy and to leave because the slat that was knocked askew up in the air channel, I noticed had now been knocked completely out and onto the ground. 
So I don't know. Maybe it's empty, but I'm sure there's still a lot of cleanup and rebuilding that has to go up there. So, <sighs> yeah, I mean, you always feel a, a little invaded. Like I, I had a um, <laughs> literally, yeah. I literally invaded. Uh, uh, I know this, this sounds so pussified, but like uh, I had uh, like I, had, I guess it was like three years ago. Um, rats coming or not rat? Yeah, I guess it was rats. Uh, like making you know, so I just yep. see them out of the corner of my eye uh, in my kitchen, and I'm like, what's going on? So I found the hole. I found <laughs> yeah. the hole. I set the traps. I was finding. I would come home and I would just, just, I would hesitate right before I, I unlock my door. What am I gonna find in my home? Um, you know, you know, the little turds everywhere. Yeah, and you can't leave anything out. And right, right. So, um, and it was cold out, and so they're trying to find uh, uh, a home essentially. And I felt badly for them, but. Only so and so much. Yeah, that, that, do, that I, doesn't last very long. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I found some empathy, and it quickly went out the window when when I was standing on a a, a ladder and and yelping because I saw a rat in my kitchen, and so <laughs> you, um, you you got up on the top of the ladder and started screaming like a woman, like it's gonna help. Yeah, because <laughs> those guys they can leap. God. Those guys oh, are the like first time that I'm hearing about this. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are like tri- triathlon or um um oh gosh uh the I'm the... picturing you with a glass of wine <laughs> in your hand while you're having this meltdown oh, on top God. of the <laughs> with an English <laughs> accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was really. I mean, it was like it's it, you see a rodent coming towards you. I I don't care who you are. If you're Chuck <laughs> fucking Norris. You're gonna fucking flip out a little bit. Oh, yeah. You don't just stand there and not blink. You know that's not how that's not how that happens. But I had a single rat somehow get into my house in Austin, and it destroyed so much, and I couldn't track it down. And but the thing was, it it like it started off in the attic, but then it came down into the main house somehow. And so you may remember I have a snake named Leia, Colombian boa constrictor. You still have and that it, thing? Yeah, she's still. She's I mean still her. Sorry, I I, yeah. I I meant to be. I didn't mean to be. Please uh, be reptile there. sensitive. In the, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not an it, James. Um, they, it's so, a, are we calling it they or her? Well, right. Yeah, well, so Leia, you know, and look, I know I had lots of failings when I was younger. It, <laughs> I was who I was, um, but I I didn't really like the idea of keeping her in it, you know, cooped up in a terrarium. So I just kind of would let her roam free. And you know, the houses in the south are newer builds, so you don't have that real big risk of a random hole in the wall here or there where you would lose such an animal. Um, right. You just kind of go looking around. You're like, oh, you know, she's behind the refrigerator again, or uh, you know, I oh, I found her in a box. Uh, kind of thing because you you learn their general patterns they they look for warmth they look for a place where they're covered and they feel safe etc cetera, etc cetera. well so the rat comes down into our abode leia starts stalking the rat nice. but this rat was like like fucking secret of nim smart it, it was like is, is that the the movie the one with the the mice or whatever that were i don't know um so Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Leia couldn't catch the damn rat. 
But meanwhile, the rat was like chewing holes through drywall, chewing on like uh, random trim around the house. I mean, you're, and you're, 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 I, I, I remember you. I lived with you when you were feeding her, and you were pretty diligent about um, going to the pet store for small mice. Uh, yeah, probably at food, that time. Yeah, for food. Um, and uh, I think we watched what watched a, a delivery. I don't know what you call uh, it a, har- a harvest together. That, no, that doesn't sound like me. I I didn't really like the idea of watching her while she ate. I was like, you know, that's. Um, but anyway, so although at that time she may have been eating the uh, the frozen ones, there was a short amount of time where she would eat the frozen what they call pinkies, just the little baby mice. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. I I, um, I I okay, go ahead. So anyway, so she can't catch the rat, right? So I, I end up getting desperate, and I start setting out traps for the rat. I didn't set out the snap traps. I set out the glue traps. Oh, yeah. And so one day, I just find Leia with a big bulge in her stomach. Half of her body's covered in glue. Oh, and shit. I find, like, just <laughs> parts oh, and no. hair from the rat, yeah, that have been... <laughs> Stuck in the glue trap. Thanks a lot, uh, Dad. Yeah, yeah oh, she, she finally she finally <laughs> caught her prey. Um, but no, so, and then after that, at the, the Brooklyn apartment, which you've been to, that with, that me and my wife lived at for a little bit. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that, you can call that, that a mouse infestation that happened because the people in the apartment below us were absolutely filthy. Oh, yeah. So all the mice were down there, and whenever the the slumlord kicked those people out and decided to completely remodel the first-floor apartment so he could get a lot more money for it, well, all the construction scared the mice up the walls to our apartment. And so all of a sudden, it was just tons of them, and I ended up getting the snap traps off of Amazon, and I must have trapped and killed like 12 or 13 of those before that problem was eliminated. Did the did the dogs go after him at all? I mean, they they would alert to them. Yeah. But they they, you know, they didn't know what's cats. going on. They're, they're so quick. Yeah, they, they're yeah, fucking they're so they're lightning fast. Like uh, you just see something so, out of the corner of your eye and it's just like, did I just see something? Am I going crazy? <laughs> and now I'm I I can't watch my um yeah, House of Cards leave. episode like the <laughs> I was wow uh, you support that pederast huh uh yeah <laughs> 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 you're quick today you're quick yeah well you're, yeah, good. you're I, on fire I've been man saving up um <laughs> no so that's just one of the many challenges of the battlefield of living in your forties it's like dude I remember being so frustrated in my twenties. But there was no. a simplicity to that existence that no, I did not appreciate yeah. at the time. <laughs> like no idea. It's like eating oh. Campbell's soup out of the can. It's like all I've got is this efficiency apartment to keep up with, <laughs> and you know my day is going to some shit minimum wage job for a few hours, Good uh, Lord. and coming back and <sighs> you know trying to failing miserably with girls here and there and every once in a while knocking one out of the park and taking some classes that I had an extremely uh, low level of commitment to. And you do have to appreciate too that. um, And I I know you do because you've seen it, but um, the, the shit jobs out there, um, 
they you know these people are paying their their mortgages and rent and whatnot uh, for their their families, but they're taking on these just Herculean um, tasks of trying to rid your house of rodents that are just so it, like you, you can't catch them like you it's not like you just oh I I I threw a, a um uh, a basket over it and I'm now your house is clean. Your house, this house has been cleansed. <laughs> this house is clear. Yeah. <laughs> From poltergeist. Yeah, I um, was about to, yeah. Uh, that, that's not how that works. Um, these guys, like, it's like your 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 garbage guys. Like, I have uh, such a high respect for what these guys do. Um, I I I try to you know. When they come in, um, the, the the maintenance guys, especially uh, where I, where I live, like, hey man, you want some lemonade? You want a cold beer? White before you roll out, you know, kind of. Um, and they always refuse, but they're always just super nice, and um, they're they're working their asses off, and, their and, ass. and and go. <laughs> <laughs> wake up with their pants around their ankles. <laughs> hey, you want a lemonade, uh, motherfucker? You were amazing, Mr. Plumber. <laughs> <laughs> You're so gross right now. Uh, they're, but they're crawling into the the, the, the spaces that you don't want to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And going into the hot spaces that, you know, that you definitely don't want to go, and they're sweating their asses off. So, Look, um, for something like that, or the guy who's, you know – Pumping your septic tank, or I, I, I understand the that's not a euphemism, Somet- by the way. So sometimes it can pumping the Tom, septic tank. Tom got that, that was my name for Martha in college. No, um, <laughs> it was pumping. Never banged a woman named Martha. I never did. So please email pictures of hot Marthas to uh, Larry and his yoga pants at gmail.com. Um, you know. <laughs> James has lost it. <laughs> I lost my falling, keyboard. Shit's falling apart over there. Um, no, they, in the Northeast, and I don't know if they do this in Chicago, the appreciation for, like, um, the – there's got to be a term for, for the the garbage men and, and, you know, those types of folks, kind of the, the city, yeah. you know, does the jobs other people don't want to do job. Um type folks oh shit hold on hold on hold on hold on okay i think my keyboard stopped i think I hit oh it. no yes i did give me um, more work well i'm sorry about that i just I i'm fucking with you Fuck. relax jeez <clears throat> unbunch your drawers I'm apologizing i'm not i'll relax i'm apologizing <laughs> you relax um so i'll do it on james 2 yeah, that's fine. Give me, all right. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Looking behind that the curtain a... at the masturbating wizard again. Oh shit! You're still recording. All right. I'm now back with you guys. Sorry about that. And we're live. It it, it will be. Sorry uh, about that. It should be pretty seamless uh, in the end. Um, I I may even just to uh, well we'll see we'll we'll see what I do. Um, yeah. But yeah, wait. You guys may hear James go low def for a little bit and then back to high def. It won't be a big deal. So, um, <laughs> I never go lo-fi. I never go low. What? You never go full lo-fi, right? 
<laughs> what do you mean, you people? <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, shit. No, like in the Northeast. Maybe this is a New York thing. Maybe it's all the Northeast. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Look, the, first of all, the trash guys, they're making, because they're unionized and protected and everything like that, they're making like upwards, they're making minimum six figures, some of them like 120 to 130 here in New York. Shut your face. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Now, on top of this... All right, I gotta log out right now. Uh, I'm gonna be there in about uh, eight, yeah, eight, uh, eight <laughs> hours. I think it's an Amtrak. Um, can take can get me there in six. Dude, talk talk about easy hours too, man. Offer, yeah, you're having to pick uh, up trash bags, but I mean, what? You're getting up early, working for four, maybe God. five hours twice a week. Um, I mean, I think the cocktail waitresses must make like half a well, mil. They're probably what working the fuck? daily or four days a week, I guess, because they got two different zones. Um, so yeah, they're get they're getting paid out the ass to begin with, but then on top of that, some fucking evil genius has scammed the general public into thinking that it is it is expend expected and customary to then give gifts to them at the holidays. Well, yeah, I mean, that's so just, the garbage. That's just... But James, they're getting like fifty to a hundred dollar <clears throat> gift cards from Amazon, from each house, to each garbage man. That's pretty awesome. No wonder there's like tramplings in like the the Walmart stores and <laughs> and the the Amazon lockers. That's amazing. I mean, just Holy, in no, one if that's neighborhood, true, I we gotta fact check this. Can we? No, get, it's uh, true. Brian I on this? see. I see them being handed the gift cards, and I'm one of the few people that doesn't hand them to them. You know, I I give a gift card to my mailman. Because I know I order a shitload of stuff off of Amazon. I'm like, okay, dude, he's bringing boxes up to the friggin' stoop. Right. Um, you know, it, almost daily. Um, but, yeah, so y- do the math. For the wife. A, a little subdivision is yeah. getting, you know, a single garbage man at Christmas time is getting somewhere in the thousands of dollars for a single neighborhood. That's insanity. I don't under— uh, On top that's... of their six-figure sal- salary. And that's that's tax free money right there, baby. Uh, did you did you read this somewhere? Or no, do you, do you, I have literally watched you? it. I have literally watched them get handed the gift cards and or cash money. Well, on top of the the six figure of uh, oh the salary is sal- documented. You can look that up. Okay. Yeah. I would challenge our one point three listeners to. Look that up and email us at... There's probably some uh, really lonely guy in Nagasaki (laughs) who is just dying. com or... (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. LarryAndHisYogaPants at gmail.com. That's the email address if you ever want to uh, shoot us a a line there. So, yeah, that's that's crazy, the... uh, the garbage men and and just you know again the battlefield of your forties is like why does everything have to be so fucking difficult at this well, stage? Well, I mean, of do life? you want to do? Do you want to? Okay, so that I guess it presses the question: like, do you want to do that? It's it's an either or thing. Do you want to do something you oh, lo- no. you love? No, no, what, no, no, no. Well, well, no. Okay, before you answer, <laughs> let me. Do you want to do? All right. Do you want to do something you love? Do you want to do something you're good at, or do you want to do something you're you really don't want to do for 
a shitload of, well, for more money than I'm making anyway. <clears throat> um, I mean, this is, this is a question I've been dealing with for, uh, you know, three years. Um, I really want to be a SOM uh, on a floor of a two, three Michelin star restaurant. Right. But is it going to pay <laughs> what a, you know. A, that, a, that's short a, for sommelier, folks. Wine guru. A, a, a lay, yeah, a, a laborer in, in uh, Long Island, New York. Uh, is it going to pay the same? Could I support a family on, uh, you know, 45 versus 110 grand? I don't understand how that I don't understand how it works. I think um, the answer is going to vary but greatly. What would you rather do? It, well, so for me personally, and what, and yeah. I, I think the answer differs a lot depending on your situation and how you're wired. I guess me personally, the answer is a little bit of both. So well, there's three. Well, a little bit of all of them. So yeah. I I would like some decent money. Uh, I would like a job that I don't hate. Every day that I go in, I mean, like Marcus, Marcus makes some bank, but he also has a misery. He's got no work-life balance whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Working him like a slave building the pyramids, basically, um, you know, and and they're screwing him because they're keeping him salary. So it's not like he's getting paid overtime or anything like that. It's just the guy works more hours than than he can. There's 168 hours in a week. And he, he works he's regularly putting in a hundred, like a hundred. Yeah. No, it's, it's ridiculous. And so we, it, the, the other, t- uh, uh, hours allocated in his day is doing dishes after, um, after dinner, um, at home. And oh, has he got that? Yeah. He gets to come home and do more. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's typically when we talk, uh, is Jesus. he'll, he'll be splashing around. I'm like, Mark, what are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> Jerking off um, in the hot tub. I, yeah, I I don't I no longer ask because I know he's doing he's doing dishes. Wow, and he's come home from a 12, 14 hour right. day after fucking slaying the dragon. There is no appreciation for the breadwinner anymore. It's dead in America. A hundred percent dead. I don't know. I I I do. I can't identify with that. I, I'm sorry, I just hit my mic. Um. I'm sorry that I can't identify with that, but I am um, so uh, apologetic to the the plight that is the breadwinner. What you're what you're talking about right now, it's just. <clears throat> I mean, I think your wife would probably have um, want to have a, a conference about. Uh, well, so, so her counter that. would be, I work too, <clears throat> which she does work, but it's, I got to be really careful here and not because she would ever hear it or listen, but just to make sure that I'm saying the right thing. So there, there's a frustration when you are paying the lion's share of the bills and you come home and you just have more work waiting for you and usually like a bad attitude, grumpiness over this or that. Um, no sex life. And it's like my entire, my entire life experience now is just wave after wave and trying to keep my, my head above water. 
And right. like I was saying before, her counter will be, well, I work too. And, you know, I keep my thoughts to myself on that because, look, she's paying an exceedingly small part of our living expenses. Pretty much the cost of her new car that she wants uh, and some expenses related to our daughter, some on the groceries. The roof over her head, all the utilities, uh, the health insurance, right, right. the auto insurance, um, any kind of the oh shit expenses like, uh, you know, possums in your attic destroying shit. That all falls to Daddy Warbucks. And so <laughs> I don't think that there's there, – there's never – I'm going to start calling you Daddy. <clears throat> Call me Daddy. Is that um, all right? Yeah, please, please do. Just you know, let's let's hey, get Hey Tom, if you're show. listening, uh, um, Craig now is uh, called Daddy. Yeah. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and and now Thomas is listening because I think his magic, you know, gay ears uh, went off. Um, no, so it, it, my thing is, I'm wondering, and I it, the answer I think is no. I'm wondering if somebody in that situation, male or female, ever stops and thinks, "Man, I'm really fucking lucky." Because I would be fucked without this person mm. um, wow. going out and handling most of what we need for this family to function. And, you know, being my safety net whenever I run into problems with the with the ones, you know, and zeros. Uh, and, you know, it, it basically kind of the, the foundation, right? Right. And I, I, I don't think that that's anywhere on the the mental radar of your typical American woman or any woman that's even lived in America for a while. I think there's just this is there's a sense of entitlement. It's like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I'm not sure I'd go that far. I, I don't I, I can't argue with that because I've, I've uh, only been you know, to part like, of that's just me being salty. And, and you know, I'm I. I have the potential to be better, and I probably should. But it, it's just what I'm feeling right now. And and if you've never listened to the show before, look, it's it's stark. Honest, well, it's your it's ugly your si- reality. Yeah. You know, it's your it's your circu- it's your situation. That's the context with uh you know uh, with the words that you're using. I I totally understand that. Um, right. I would think that uh, most Americans uh, feel more entitled <clears throat> than um people from um less poverty or less less rich countries uh yeah. i think we have a sense Look, of entitlement here this is here. why young professionals go to the fucking eastern block and find a woman that's just ecstatic that he's not hitting her uh no, I, yeah, I don't. Uh, that's really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> it is depressing. I'm not advocating <laughs> cultures that hit their women. Uh, what I am saying is that I understand with a harsher reality. I think there's yeah. a greater appreciation of well, what it, let's, a let's say reasonably um, considerate mate brings to the table. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, like in like in hospitality. Um, I mean, there's a, a level of, um, you know, understanding and, and appreciation for uh, the relationship, uh, as temporary as it is, 
um, you indulge and in, you're in the you, know, you indulge that person um, with a, a level of empathy that uh, and I'm I'm getting to another point I, I or to the point I promise um, yeah uh, as temporary as it is um, but there's a level of empathy and it's sort of like muscle memory where you get okay. to like. Uh, pardon me. Um, you know, um, you, you get out of the way of the guest that's going to the bathroom or whatever, or whatever it is. Um, that I use at the supermarket. Like <laughs> I did it today. I was at Trader Joe's, and son of a bitch, right in the middle of the aisle, couldn't move, and I'm like, oh, right behind you. Uh, I'm just, I'm just here, right. And suddenly he heard me, you know, at some point he heard me and moved his cart so I could move past, which right. should have been really, really fucking obvious because he's looking at mayonnaise and <laughs> I'm a human being. Of course he was looking at the fucking mayonnaise. Oh, it was Larry, uh, by the way, <laughs> douchebag. And I'm like. Piece of shit. It should have been just like, it just, he's so obtuse and and like um just blind you know <laughs> um it just seems so obvious that there's uh, things around you there are people around you especially the people around you that should be the the, the most uh, important thing and people aren't responsive to that and and I, we've brought this up or i think i brought this up but we've brought this up on earlier podcasts in a in a a, a, a a city like that's really compact, um, you would think it would be intuitive that you would see people around you, yeah, not just out of, of fear. Look, we're all on this crazy boat together. Let's try. To... Right, right. But but that it's day and day out, day in and day out, that there are people around you, and you should be aware of your surroundings. And to go to the Jewel Osco that's a quarter mile north of me <clears throat> and find that then there are people just don't, they're just unaware of your presence is really bizarre to me. And <laughs> again, I'm from, I'm from, I'm from nowhere, Tennessee, right? I mean, I love mm-hmm. Chattanooga. It's just, it's just. Like it's it's way different than it was before, uh, fifteen years ago when I left. Right. Um. There's there was none of that. Uh. Everybody was conscious of of the people in front of them and uh very friendly. Um. If they, even if they didn't know you, you know, you got the <clears throat> the drive by. Um. Uh, fingers on the 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 driving wheel. Um, uh, steering wheel, I think, is what they steering call it. Steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's just like, hey, how you doing? You're obviously a neighbor because you're in the same city. Like there was uh, some kind of um, agreement, and then you get to uh, a Chicago or you know a New York. Um, closed spaces. Uh, there's, there's just not really that understanding. I, I don't know really if Chicago's the same, but I feel that New York is king of the me first mantra. Oh yeah, 
and sure. that carries over into traffic into everything you know it's right. like fuck you i got things to do i got shit to address um Hey, it, it, and, it's and, not to say and, that everybody is that more power mean about it, but they they just you know they, they're looking out for number one. Because if you aren't, well, their dog. They are. The two. You aren't. They. You know. I guess it's like you kind of stack um, uh, obsessiveness about uh, who's uh, who's more important here. Uh, mm-hmm. The priority is important. And if it's important to you, then you're gonna push past. I, you know what? Maybe they're maybe they're right. I don't know. I just know that I hate it. <laughs> I na- you should have just like stiff armed him. Said, "Watch out, dickhole!" <laughs> Knocked yeah. over his mayonnaise I've, all over I've, him. <clears throat> Would have been fantastic. Never, <laughs> I will never do that because I'm not that kind of guy or kind of person. Rather, sorry for uh, I, you know, kind of. It just, it just, it's so, there, there's, I think, a code that is, should be in place uh, for most people, um, and you get that idea. What, what um, would be your price? I got a hypothetical. What you, you're, you're in the same supermarket. You're, uh-huh. you're trapped behind Captain Mayonnaise, right? I'm at Trader's between the coffee and the uh, organic carrots. Yes. Right, right. Some kind of seriously uh, organic, um, you know, uh, free-range arugula, um, to steal one of your phrases before. Now, Elon Musk approaches you. Definitely. I'll take it. From behind and says, you know what? He needs to be taught a lesson. He goes, I'll Ooh. give you oh my God. $80,000 right now, cash, if you just barrel over him and tell him to go fuck himself as you grab what you want off the shelf and then go on to check out. <laughs> with, with, the, with the assurance there would be no legal repercussions, no negative, <laughs> you know, follow-up, no, like... Chicago news. I've been uh, shaking you know, down footage. If you've seen this man, twenty-four hours in the uh, the mayonnaise the, assaulter. The uh, please call nine 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 tips. Um, no, like, what do you take it? I would say I'll take one twenty-five, one hundred twenty-five thousand. Wow, you're gonna haggle with him, but I'm gonna take out. The bitch that's hanging out right in front of the eggs exile, <laughs> who's just it, taking her motherfucking time. Instead of Captain Mayonnaise, in addition to is Elon getting a two for one out of this deal? Yeah, he's getting a two for one. Okay, <laughs> I'm taking her out because she's checking out yogurt, sour cream, and she's just <laughs> laying there. And I can't. I'm like, bitch, I gotta roll. I gotta get out of here. <clears throat> I need my uh, my dozen eggs and my um my blueberry yogurt and you're blocking my shit. Is I want to take that shit out. Pants? You need to be taught a lesson. <laughs> and this needs to be on the news. If we could just hype this up to the news. Oh. Someone someone could film this on their iPhone. Man, that'd be awesome. I would just take it up to 150 grand and we call it a day. A middle aged man known only as the Winn Dixie Bastard. <laughs> seen again. 
Oh god. That would be Those awesome. in the north are where we have lead. They're like, what the fuck is a Win Dixie? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a chain of grocery stores in the south, people. Piggly Wiggly? What? Piggly? Oh, I love that name. Yeah, Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. No, it's the worst. I'd, I'd go hungry before I'd shop there. It's, <laughs> yeah, so- it's strange the memories that you have. So yeah. there was a Piggly Wiggly in my hometown, <laughs> and they had this this membership, this club. And it was called the Cookie Club. And if you were a kid, there's a no. Wait a minute, back up. There's yeah. a there's a Piggly Wiggly has a yes. club. Yes. Okay. So right. you, you went to the bakery, mm-hmm. and if you were a child, you could ask to be a member of the Cookie Club, and they would give you a membership card. How old were you? Anytime you were in the grocery store shopping with your parents, you could present this card and get a free cookie. How old were you when this happened? Oh, I. I imagine I was four or five, maybe. God, how how have they, it's, it's bizarre to me that they've hung around that long. That's amazing. Yeah. So the Cookie Club. I'm sorry. I, I totally... yeah. No, I mean there wasn't there wasn't any more to that story. Um, it was. <laughs> That's enough, it, though. It just, right? you, you don't you don't see that kind of random <laughs> kindness really in businesses anymore, unless it's yeah. kind of a nod nod, <laughs> wink wink. You know, no official programs at least for right. the most part. Um, but it, now later on memories, like as I grew the Piggly Wiggly, it changed into a different chain, but I, uh, I still remember that, you know, there, there was a time, okay, you remember arcade games, right? They've kind of gone the way of the dinosaur nowadays with consoles and everything. Uh, um, do but, I remember arcade games? You know I how old I am. <clears throat> my Galaga and my Pac-Man. Oh my God. Well, you know. Video games had kind of arcade games, I should say, big games in a in a dedicated cabinet that you plunked quarters into to play. They had uh, what are you were age. You're instructing our uh, um, generation next. Um, look, millennials uh, that aren't look, listening. To Hiro our in Nagasaki may only be 19 <laughs> years old. We don't know, right? <laughs> For, for those that haven't listened, in an odd twist, our show actually has more listeners in Japan than the United States by a large margin. We still have no idea how that's happened. Nobody will write us and tell us. So It's true. If you know, please let us know. It's just the um, truth. It's just science, yeah. Right. It's just science, which which was also James's explanation of why the missionary position was the most pleasurable position for a woman. I've changed my position on that. Good. Good. I'm glad that Tinder fucking straightened you out. Jesus. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I've changed my position on my position. <laughs> right. Oh God. The politician. He's got, he's gone to the other party. Um, <laughs> I've gone nationalist. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy's now running on the backdoor ticket. Um, we would still appreciate your support and vote this upcoming November. Um, Everybody else is lies. lies. Right. So, so later on in life, as kind of uh, arcade games entered their golden age, where they were really they were putting out some kick-ass games, and the graphics were a lot better, and you know the the electronics behind it were much oh, yeah. more capable. Uh, there was a game called Gauntlet that got. Uh, released that <laughs> caught on like wildfire. Gauntlet was this game. Oh, I love it. I that, love it so like, much. It had, it was a larger cabinet. It had uh, a joystick and buttons that could accommodate four players at once. Kind of like an orgy, section, but yeah. 
Yeah, it could only be one particular character from this medieval fantasy game. So you had like the Valkyrie or the wizard or uh, the bar was a barbarian or warrior? No, warrior. Yeah, because I I remember like it, it, the warrior was dying. It would say the warrior needs food badly. And you um, you remember more about this than I I do. Uh, more details than I do. I uh I I I thought it was just one one guy, but geez, no what? no, it was four. And so I, I remember there was without going out to Post Oak Mall in College Station, Texas, you could <sighs> not get to this game except for the lone cabinet that was at the Piggly Wiggly across town. And what? so me and my best friend Eric, yeah, like we would he, and I didn't have a bike that could get us out there, so he would put me on the handlebars of his bike and pump me across town to get to this piggly wiggly where we would drop all of the quarters that we had like somehow rummaged <clears throat> and, and accumulated over together. The, the week, yeah. yeah. Over the week, and we would spend every quarter of our money on this fucking game, oh you know. Too. I wonder if there's a, like a simulation that you can. Oh, you can... I'm I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure all that shit. You know, you could probably have it for twenty bucks now, along with you know five hundred other classic games. I think Jack, um, who was occasionally on the show, he hasn't been on in a while. He gave out like um, an all-in-one Atari joystick at his wedding to all of his groomsmen and his best men and shit like that right um and it, it somehow mine got given to a kid or something like that which is which is fine no big deal man that's interesting um well it, <clears throat> maybe uh before the next show we can uh recount uh our exploration in uh now that would be uh, cool the, like the a game. childhood stories episode yeah yeah, because I have a, I have a, I mean, memory is such a fickle thing, right? Right. Um, I have memories that have been fucked up with, or sort of meshed with, uh, dreams, where. Oh I had shit! A dream. You don't even know what's real anymore, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, memory again, it, it's it's really kind of fucked up. Um, uh, I remember an uh an arcade. I don't remember where it was, but somehow my mind placed it in the basement of my church. And so, <laughs> yeah, and I can see it. I mean, I can see. Jesus wants you to play Joust. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, certain games will come up, and I, I'm sure it was me at, like, um, um, Northgate Mall or something like that, and just sort of uh, putting it on top of... Uh, 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 the 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 basement that I used to run around in in my in my church, uh, when I was eight years old or six years old or something like that. But um, there was the red room, and this comes from Poltergeist. Oh, Remember shit. the red room and the oh and the yeah, original? where the TV, yeah, uh, yeah, the TV. But there downstairs in the basement was the red room where the door would open. It was just red, and that was. It. Like, like it's like Jaws, but for yeah. poltergeist, for ghosts, right? It was just so, um, so it's so integrated. All those where that creepy ass guy with the uh, the flat rimmed hat would be, right? I I don't I don't even remember that. I don't know. Oh, you don't remember that? Oh, maybe that was in Poltergeist too. I don't know. They, they 
those movies are worth revisiting. I think they would yeah, still bring somebody I, no, out I totally, to this day. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. Um, but I, I think there was an overlay or something like that where I was playing um, or going. It was always like approaching the arcade, and there was that anticipation that was that always got me. Um, and I had like seventy five cents in my pocket, man. I was poor as fuck. Right. And um, but <clears throat> there was there were games, and suddenly I'm in the basement of my church, and there's a red door. It was like a oh. almost like a secret game that I could Jesus never. Loves you. I would, I would, I could never get to, um, hmm. yeah. So that there was, I guess it was like about anticipation. I don't know how the brain works, but no, it's, uh, it's weird. Like I, there are some hyper realistic memories also that I know didn't happen in my childhood. Um, right. One of them, I remember one of our cars, I had ongoing memories of like a, uh, like one of our cars, and I mean they were junkers. We we didn't have two nickels to rub together, uh, but one of them I was convinced that we always found snakes in it whenever we would open it up. Oh gosh. Um, there was another memory in our. Very was it first a viper? House. No, no, it, it was like really thin, small snakes, and lots. Of no, them. no, no. <clears throat> I was talking about the car. Uh, oh, the car. Thing. No. It's. I'm sure it was some a Dodge Viper. That's. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Um. So in the other memory (laughs) that is, I, dude, my brain, and I wish I could have that brain back sometimes. Oh. My brain tells me that this was so real. But I could swear that, and there was like we lived in a very humble little house. Our very first house. I mean, my parents did everything to get us into there. Where was this? Uh, this was back in College Station, in okay. uh, kind of uh, ninety miles north of Houston, in uh, right. Texas. If you've ever heard of Texas A and M University, that's where it's at. Aggies. Um, but yeah, in that little tiny house, there was a hallway that had, um, the, you know, the the trap door that goes up to the attic, right? And it mm-hmm. had the the little string coming down with the cone shaped thing yep. at the end, the handle. Yeah. And I could swear that. There were times when nobody was around, and I was so focused on being able to touch that string that I would actually levitate up and be able to touch that as a child. Whoa. And it seems as real to me as my memories of playing soccer, uh, you know, of my childhood best I mean, were there, friends, were there riding s- my bike. Stair- stairs? Happened. There weren't stairs. It was just the no, thing hanging up. No, it was single up. story. Yeah, real basic house. Just like I wasn't big or tall enough to reach the string and I really wanted to reach the string and touch it and I I have memories clear as day of me floating up to touch yeah. that which I mean you know logical side of me of course that didn't fucking happen but how does if it didn't happen how does it become so real you know yeah, yeah the imagination uh, can can fly into the stratosphere and out to outer space uh, that's that's amazing. We I th- there I think... was a lot of weird shit that happened in that house. <clears throat> there there really was like um oh don't uh let's I don't <laughs> don't go uh, uh ghosty on me man um because right, right. I I'm already I'm already kind of freaked out about the the memory about uh <laughs> poltergeist and here. I don't know nobody here to go to bed with 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, if you have other memories, I'm, I'm, uh, I'd love to hear it. Well, yeah, as long as they're not the, the spooky kind, huh? Well, they're all spooky. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm kind of spooked out right now. If, if Look, you can't tell me, do you want to hear it or do you not? <laughs> if you got the story, if you got it. All right. Yeah, I've let's got do the it. Story. Let's do it. All right. All right. So in that same house, um, there like very small, um, you know, blueprint or whatever. But you know, my parents had routines and they were like clockwork, right? And their room was across from my room, and uh, like clockwork, every night at <laughs> ten p.m. They would go to bed, and I they would like they would put me to bed before that, but I would kind of lay my head on the side of my bed and look across the open doorway into their open doorway and watch them as they get got ready for bed and eventually they would you know close the door right um you know and I would close my eyes and go to sleep and so one time in the middle of the night and I I made myself remember the dream that I was having because even at that young age I was conscious of the fact that if I told anybody this story, they would just dismiss it as a nightmare. They would say, look, you were a stupid little kid. You know, nothing happened. I woke up from a dream screaming bloody murder. And the dream that I had was not scary at all. I had a dream that I was on a bench licking a cone of ice cream. I woke up to this searing pain from the back of my head. And something has my hair and is pulling it towards the back side of the bed. Craig, wow. Are you, really? I'm screaming. The second that my dad bursts through the door, it lets go. And I'm freaking out. I'm making him check under the bed. He's oh, like, my gosh. There's nothing down there. Uh, and, and I'm just, I, I, was, I was terrified to a point to where they actually built me a loft bed, you know, to get me off the ground so that it could be seen that nothing was there. Right. Uh, and so the same routine would keep going on in the sense that, you know, bedtime was they, – they would go to bed at 10 o'clock every night. They would put me to bed earlier, but they would leave both doors open where I would watch them as they got ready, and they would eventually close their door. And even in the loft bed, my head would be laying on the side, and after they closed the door, if I looked down the railing of that bed, I could see, like, dismembered hands holding on to the edge of that bed. Craig! What the fuck? <laughs> Freaked me the fuck out. And I, I learned very quickly, okay, you got to close your was eyes this, uh, as soon as they close the door. Back up, back up, back up. Was yeah. this every night? I mean, it was it was pretty steady, yeah. If if I if I opened up my, you know. And the other thing, in that house and particularly in my room, like, there toys would fall down like big crashes would happen in my closet right and the next morning i would look and it would be some toy of mine that i know i had stowed way towards the back of the closet right i mean it wasn't something that might have been on the edge that just kind of gravity eventually pulled it down kind of thing yeah yeah so it was really weird you know and the the thing is that house didn't have any history it, my parents had the house built um, so I never understood, you know, what could have ever caused that. And I mean, you know, again, did they build it on a fabrication dead. of an overactive brain. Um, but 
seemed real as fuck to me. <laughs> well, I mean, they could have built it on a cemetery of dead hookers or... <laughs> dead Navajo hookers. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> dead Navajo hookers. This is where Spreads Her Legs oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hysterical. Um, uh, oh, God. Thus lives um dick of death or uh, wait and and next to her is buried stinky teepee <laughs> oh god we've lost every native american listener that we ever might have had oh my gosh i was related to stinky teepee thank you oh shit I'm uh, Stefan, uh, stinky hippies, uh, <laughs> cousin. Uh, that's my that's my grinder account name. Claim the. <laughs> <laughs> I want a, a cease and desist letter for your uh, grinder account. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, oh fuck! Speaking of cease and desist, um. Oh shit! Where was it going with that? Um, the cease and desist. What? What happened? Please tell me you have a restraining order against you. That would be great for the show. Um, no. Um, oh, Alec Baldwin. Um, Jesus. All right, it, this is really short and sweet. Are we going TMZ here? What's going on? Um, no. He got arrested for um, like hitting a dude for pulling him, pulling uh, like a cop pulling him over or something like that. I don't know. So I, we, I, the only thing I wanted to get out of this was just saying that I missed you, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> on Saturday Night Live yesterday. That's uh, a shout out to Alec. I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> my other, show. that's my other podcast. Zero exposure, advertising, or anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's my other um, podcast. Uh, I have Alec Baldwin on my other. Yeah, we should just we should just have a show where we say hi to all the celebrities that aren't listening, you know, and talk about them for a little bit. Oh God, what about Jessica um, Alba, Pete Stevenson, or something? Pete. What's that? <laughs> oh, uh, um, Aliana Grande's uh, former uh, fiance. Oh, Pete I Stevenson. don't know. Pete Stevenson from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he... I, I might recognize him if I saw him. I, dude, I haven't kept up with Saturday Night Live in, in forever. Yeah, but no, um, it's in fucking the news, man. Um, <clears throat> it's really complicated. I don't want to get too involved. I'm just saying <laughs> that um, I don't give a fuck. Um, I just think it's really funny. Um, okay. Um, I would like to maybe take it up um, to a fun... Um, fun notch to say okay. that I have on. some ideas. If you're looking to do some, like, I mean, Thanksgiving's coming up. Um, I would like to talk to about talk about. I'm not good at cooking. I'm horrible at cooking, but I'm okay, okay. at cocktails and wine. And right. if you're looking for some suggestions, our 1.3 right. listeners. That uh, I, so uh, so the, these are recipes to get your friends and loved ones drunk at the holidays then, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Go ahead. So I'm going to do two cocktails and two wines. How about that? Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. So um, I think something that's really fun when it's getting kind of cold is actually to take it to the other direction and do tiki drinks. Um, uh, huh. like, you know, your, um, I don't know, um, 
you know, like pineapple. So pumpkin spice is out then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Singapore slings and that kind of thing. Well, I want to take it back, you know, and just make it kind of simple for our listeners. Um, the daiquiri is, um, I think most people are ill-informed of what a daiquiri really is. It's three the daiquiri is backery, people. It's the daiquiri is back, babe. <laughs> um, I I I like calling them snackeries. Like I'll make a bunch of them. And I'll make a just like a ton, put them in a blender, and uh, 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 make a bunch of shots and make snackeries. But we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. All right. Um, but uh, the daiquiri, it's so elegantly uh, simple, but you can really mess this up. But it's equal parts. Rum, lime juice, and simple syrup. Simple syrup is the most complicated part of this, and it's the easiest thing you ever do in your in your day daily life. Um, one part uh uh, sugar and one part water. Warm it up, mix it up, and you're good. All right. So you say one part. So you're actually you'll you'll put like uh what like a half cup. Of sugar, with equal a half parts. Cup of water. Dep- depends yeah. on if you're if you're you know enjoying guests, um, uh, uh, two guests or uh, fifty guests. Doesn't matter. Just uh, equal parts, uh, sugar and water, right? And so, th- this is your standard white, just cane sugar correct. in the bag from your grocery store. Correct. Company. Okay. Right. Equal parts, um, sugar and water. So warm that up, swirl it around a little bit. You got simple syrup. It's that easy. The daiquiri is the easiest and most delicious um, uh, cocktail you'll have this season, especially when you're you know it's cold outside, it's snowing. You know you can you can put some uh, some some pineapple in it, whatever. Um, but uh, equal parts simple syrup, uh, lime juice. Preferably uh, fresh press, but you can find that at your local. What right. were we talking about? Uh, Piggly Wiggly, uh, <laughs> or Jewel Oscar. Or if you live up north, your Wegmans. Yeah, there you go. Hey, stop um, looking at my Wegman. And uh, some decent decent rum. It doesn't have to be that expensive. Uh, in fact, um, so know, we, we you, talking step up from Captain Morgan or no? Uh, Captain Morgan. No, Captain Morgan's off. It, you can use Captain Morgan, absolutely. Uh, Bacardi, right. whatever. It's a mixer drink. It doesn't matter. Gotcha, but gotcha. you have to find a way to mix it up, right? So um, put it into your mixer, mm-hmm. and uh, you can put some ice in there, mix it up, and you need to strain this. All right, so you need to find a strainer, okay. and it just goes straight. That's it, and you're good. So you're, what are you straining out? Because none of those sound like it would have kind of a pulpy <clears throat> mixture to it at all. Right. Um, you, you don't want to be um, swallowing down shards of ice, right? Ah, uh, so it's the ice. Okay. Yeah. So uh, okay. so strain the shit out of it, and, uh, and you're good to go. Okay. All right. So the snackery. All right. The snackery. Yeah, let's call it, daiquiris let's or call it the snackery. Yeah. And you yeah. can, like... As long as you're one to one to one, like that's how easy it is, and you can do right. this for your entire family, or you can just do this on a date. It doesn't matter. It's that easy. The next right. cocktail that I have for you is something more fall um, oriented. I feel um, still refreshing though. 
um, is the last word, and it's still very, very easy. Last word is um, equal parts gin, lime juice, okay, um, maraschino uh, liqueur, mm-hmm. and chartreuse. Chartreuse is one of those uh, uh, wonderful liqueurs that um, you can actually enjoy on its own. Uh, put a put a, a big piece of ice in like a, a brandy or something. Or oh no, it's um, it's a liqueur. So um, these uh, Carthusian monks in France made this uh, re- um, this liqueur a thousand years ago in the age of. Um, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, monks. Know, yeah. Carthusian monks. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> Carthusian monks. Right. Um, and uh, so it's made from like bark and flowers and roots and things like that. But it's it's kind of sweet and bitter, but it's really balanced. So um, okay. it's something you can. Now, is this? You said it's the last word, right? It's called the last word. Is this something that you're making into shots, or is this like in a martini glass? You don't is, shoot this. Is this, is this is, no, this is something you shoot. You you don't shoot. You enjoy like you you sip this, right? This is this okay. is a cocktail. These are these gotcha. are all cocktails, right? Just like the daiquiri. Right. So right. it's all equal parts. That's why I just want to make it simple for everybody. Gotcha. <clears throat> so equal parts gin, lime juice, char uh, uh, chartreuse. And a maraschino liqueur. These are all things you can find at your Benny's or your local um, uh, Kroger's. Piggly Wiggly. Or Piggly Wiggly. Right. Um, You just shake it up. um, And you can put it in a blender if you want. It's one of those things that you can um, make in bulk for Mm -hmm. the family. Uh, someone wants a punch, you can do it at like a punch and okay. deal it out, you know, like just like back when you were in high school, you had the punch. Yeah, finally have something I can pour my Spanish fly into. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of Spanish fly, <laughs> if you really want to take your, your cocktail, uh, um, uh, cocktail thing up a notch uh, for the holidays... Make a pisco sour. Ah. So I won't take too much time out of this because I feel like we're we're ending our segment here. No, but no, no, this, this <clears> is good. This is good. The pisco sour is three is four ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. Pisco comes from Chile and and Peru, right? It's their brandy, and it's delicious. There's very little of it in the U.S., but you can find Started it. Started in Peru. Do not believe the Chileans. Right. Um, and this will serve you, might serve you well. And we, I think we've talked about this before. Um, yeah. So, uh, so it, like um, two ounces of uh, Pisco brandy, Pisco. Okay. Easy to find anywhere, your uh, local uh, Pickly Wiggly or yep. uh, Kroger. Um, lemon juice and simple syrup. Okay, so we're going lemon juice, not lime juice on this one. Did I say lemon? I, I meant lime. Okay, so it is lime juice. All it right, is so, lime juice. Sorry so about that. Two, two, two ounces of Pisco, it, one ounce or two ounces of, uh, lem, of lime juice? When well. there's lime juice involved, it's always equal parts lime juice and simple syrup, right? 
Okay. Um, so one one ounce each of those, or no, sorry, okay. three quarters each of those because a little, ounce each a little okay. goes a long way. <clears throat> uh, and egg white. Do not get the yolk in there. That's that's another drink altogether, and it's kind of gross. Um, <laughs> so you shake the Rocky Balboa. You shake the fuck out of that. And you've got yourself a Pisco Sour. You just pour it into a, um, you can pour it in a rocks glass. If you have a fancy um, flute or something like that, you can do that. You give it a second, and it starts to separate, and you get this silky, velvety, sexy cocktail called a Pisco Sour. All right. Now, now, uh, is that one egg white in that, too? One egg white. One egg white. All right. That's it. All right, and that's uh, the that's my um, recommendations for fall cocktails. Okay, Ladies all right. Gentlemen. Well, we appreciate that for the for those unaware, James. Uh, James wears a few different hats, but one of them is a bartender at a pretty pretty swanky little scene that he used to uh, take helpless girls out on <laughs> Tinder dates to before he boned the shit out of them. So <laughs> you can actually revisit some of those recount uh, recount. <laughs> Some of those now, on. now he gets to watch other guys dishing out their <laughs> lines so to true. their so... their poor female victims before they bone got, the shit out of them. I've got stories, yeah. Not in the missionary position. I've got stories.com. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um dude, I, this this may not have much meat on the bone, but do you have <laughs> like if if you are going out or something like that? Do you have a signature look? Do you have a signature way that you dress? Oh, yeah. Has that changed over the years? I mean, I know that you're older than me, so maybe you're wearing, you know, some Banana Republic uh, pleated pants. And... <laughs> it's okay to be wrong, Craig. You may uh, be older tucked than me. Tucked in shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, has what's, my what's look. What's your look, though? And, yeah, well. And do, you th- do you think chicks dig it? Of, well, of course. Um, of course, it's me. Yes. I used to. I, well, I used to be in a lot, lot of long-term relationships, <clears throat> and I'm assuming um, a lot of this information is not gonna see uh, past loves and um, and whatnot. Um. I mean, I used to go out in, like, black T-shirt, uh, black pants, and black shoes. Like, it was, like, it was nothing. But, um, yeah, I like to look good, so I'll suit up. Um, it'll be black pants, um, black shirt, black T-shirt, and and a, a suit jacket, for sure. Okay. All right. Nice. I, uh, you gotta, I you gotta, gotta hand, suit up, man. If you're not suiting up, you're you're not in the game. I well, don't. Well, think. This is this I, this maybe this is why I would not be in the game. Um, you know, it, it, I well, like my typical. I'm Craig, kind of, I can help uh, you. Hybrid grunge lumberjack kind of thing <laughs> uh, now because a big part of you know my job and daily routine is comfort as well. So I, I've got you know jeans on. Um, usually an Eddie Bauer, um, you know, flannel shirt, uh, that I've got the, the top few buttons unbuttoned with some kind of a black undershirt on. Um, and then I, I keep, I typically keep some stubble or a beard going on. So, 
look, I, I know I'm not uh, going to be beating Ryan Reynolds out for the cover of GQ anytime mm-hmm. soon, but I, I like to think it works okay. Well, that depends on how much action you're getting, I guess. I don't know. Well, I'm not getting any action, so maybe it's not working okay at all. <laughs> well, but I'm married. There, there's so okay, yeah. There's that, right? So, yes. um, yeah, I think the bare minimum is like, um, a, a vest or yeah. Don't do a tie. Uh, if we're if we're, I mean, I guess what we're doing is giving advice to the right. 1.3 Listen. dudes that are listening. Spreading the good word from door to door. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. you need to spritz it up. Like, you, you definitely, if you're going to go jeans, you got to go jacket. If you're going to go slacks, you got to do a button up. Um, uh, okay. And, and right, girls, so... by the way, girls yeah. are checking your shoes out. Don't wear vans to a first date. No. Man. Um, so, so tennis shoes are out completely fuck yeah unless unless you bring that up into a conversation leading up to that i mean if you're uh uh uh, uh, swiping right and like i love your vans shoes in a shot or something like that then you know wear the vans show up with the vans yeah otherwise like be nice like what would you want to see try to use a little this is going to be a theme i think but um, use a little empathy. Try try to use a little uh, female empathy. Uh, what would you want to see on the guy well, that you see that pro- wouldn't don't, 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 uh, that could potentially be on top of you? Would you want a skeleton tattoo on your chest? Um, going you know, tearing your shirt off and 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 trying to go you know grope a girl. When she, uh, just like that's, you don't want to see that when someone's going down, you know, someone's going down on you, right? So, I mean, use the same fucking philosophy on, you know, shoes, uh, your entire wardrobe. I mean, if that's the only thing you have are black pants and a black t shirt, but you happen to have a, you know, uh, a decent, uh, 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 jacket then suit the fuck up man of course hmm. was that no too much yeah it's, I, it's, now see I, I try to i'm trying to take your words put myself in, i wouldn't give a fuck about the shoes yeah but i know those are more important to women and some black men um well you want to, to, to take into account what's important to them i mean right. just because you don't like the way your vans uh, hit you. I mean, put on some penny loafers if you think that that's better. But, I mean, like, it matters to them, I think. That's my that's right. my opinion. I could be wrong. Yeah, it may be your demographic, too. I mean, you're, you're fucking, you know, the wine god, uh, you know, classy, no more missionary guy now. So y- y- you may have a certain subset of women that, the Subset? Shoes. No. Right. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I'm fucking I'm them all. I'm an equal opportunity, you know, offender. <laughs> well, what's your idea? What's your idea of, uh, you know, the ideal, you know, first date setup? What are you talking? Clothes? Look? What, you gotta yeah. be more specific there. All of it. 
I mean, the the the. The, the, the clothes oh, are, are the me. clothes are you are the clothes. I mean, you have your your character, your personality. That's all built in. All that you, the only thing else you have to present is uh, the the clothes and the presentation. All right. So are we are we talking on me or on her? On on, Craig. On you. Yeah, I'm just looking for specification. <laughs> You got don't, don't go like my wife and get angry at me because I couldn't read your mind. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I'm look, just putting. So in, I, my, I thought I was putting ide- the same question to you. My my ideal on me, uh, and part of this is just still maintaining kind of the essence of Craig. Um, look, I'm an outdoorsy guy that's been inadvertently trapped in New York. So oh, if if I'm in my element. You're probably gonna find me in a nice, you know, uh, kind of land, Lands End, Eddie Bauer type shirt. Oh no, uh, some <laughs> jeans that may be a little ripped, uh, Timberland boots kind of thing. Uh, the hair's gonna look on point, you know. And I'll, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look good enough to where it'd be like, man, he, he might have just missed an acting career kind of thing. And then, uh, or a Sears catalog opportunity. Right. It, it, yeah. It's Wegman's catalog. Yeah. Um, Piggly Wiggly. It's, it's there. Page three of the ad insert, you know, uh, playing gauntlet. Uh, no, it's <laughs> you jerk. I knew you were going to do that. Oh, fuck. No, it, it, cause it, it's, my personality is a big part. Maybe this goes back to you. You might. I don't know if I brought it up in the last show. I think I did. Like I'm not. I'm not one night stand guy, and part of that no. is due to lack of ability. Like no, no girl is gonna look at me across the room, and go, "Hey, that guy with you know the big Lebowski T-shirt on and the." <laughs> The flannel shirt over it, uh, that may or may not be rocking some fairly decent, you know, condition tennis shoes, uh, with a nice smile. I want to sleep with that guy. No, they're, they're probably gonna look at the guy fitting your archetype. Be like, that guy's got a suit jacket on. You know, he looks like he polishes his shoes. Uh, probably has money. I'm gonna go talk to him. Um, I I'm the kind of guy where my personality has to have an opportunity to plant some seeds for me to even have a well, shot. Well, plant but, the seeds, you need that first, like, you, you got to get in front of the conversation. They're not going to, they're going to. I gonna, don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you, but I am saying that were I a single available guy, uh, you know, meaning, you know, if I actually had a chance of women being attracted to me, um, I'd probably be hunting for uh women who would be looking for more of my archetype being Does that the, make sense? yeah being the the plaid like i'm not looking for a granola girl but i i i would i would prefer a low maintenance woman oh you know? yeah but like, so but to your previous point that you 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 taught me like decades ago um, it's a it's a numbers game. Uh, who are you gonna talk to first? The guy with the the jacket on, uh, maybe maybe not, or the guy in the plaid is driving it, pulling up in the Subaru, right? So uh, I I I think that I would be more attractive to the person that's dollied up a little bit, and I'd rather them say no than yes. 
but I would have more yeses than no. Right, and and that may be more your fit too. <clears throat> I mean, it, you know, you're a sommelier, service industry, finer taste, you know, things and shit like that. Um, oh, we have our own own taste. I'm not. A, I'm not. Yeah, I, I really I just, don't uh, want to. Like, I'm not. Listen, I don't want my identity on here being like the psalm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a hospital. I'm in. I'm in the. I'm, I'm so gonna edit in some like cello and violin oh, no. music <laughs> in this point. <laughs> um. Next on masterpiece theater. Yeah, um, welcome back. Yeah, century. When we left off uh, last time, uh, Craig was uh, concerned off, off about Broadway performance. Oh. No, I, I don't want that to be my my identity. My identity is me. I'm just me. I'm James Tiberius right. Riley Westbrook. That's it. <clears throat> wow, he threw it out there so the ladies could find him online and be like, yeah, baby. Yeah, Tiberius, bitch. <laughs> look that up. I don't know. I would Look, I, I, I would be lost as a single guy. I'm not even sure I would. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, I, 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 woefully out of practice and uh, out of. No, but here's, I, here's the great thing. That being out of practice, there's not practice anymore you've you've graduated to varsity um more than you know because it's like i don't give a fuck kind of like hey how you doing you can actually have a like a standard conversation with someone even if you weren't let's just say like um um hypothetically you weren't married you of course um uh, you, you still have a kid of course i i can't imagine a world where she doesn't exist right um but you weren't married. Um, I I imagine you so comfortable in any kind of con- uh, so- uh, conversation. Just like, hey, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Where are you from? Uh, Colorado. Uh, oh, where? I I I have have some friends in uh, Denver, and blah blah blah. And you know, next thing you know, you, you've ha- you've made a friend. Mm-hmm. Like so 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 what? It's not like you're, you're you're 22 and your virginity uh depends on the next words that are coming out of your mouth. You know, that's important. Yeah, there there is a certain level of fuck it at this age. Yeah. And uh yeah. Kind of a like look, you you may move the needle some, but you're not going to change yeah, me. So let's you're, just yeah, be you're you're one let's cog just in be the wheel. transparent from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all clockwork, man. That's it. So it, it's you're you're just moving forward, and you know what? You got to enjoy what you have in front of you right now. And if that's your kid, if that's your wife, it's your entire family, um, it's your extended family. It's you know the you're in the 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 hotel uh and the crazy. Um, just European dropping DNA everywhere. <clears throat> yeah, you could be, but how? Just have fun with it, and there's no, there's no. Oh my God, it's just so much fun finding yourself in a strange place and saying, "Hey, I'm just enjoying this. I'm just experiencing right. this." Um, sounds kind of lame coming out of my mouth. But it's so much fun when you're making friends 
uh, with the people that you're, it's, it's almost like the shining, uh, where the, the dude's going oh. to the bar. <laughs> I, I know that sounds weird, but it's like, he just walks up and, uh, you're, you're automatically friends with, uh, um, Larry, the bartender or whatever. Right. That's probably a bad. I analogy, always, but. I always found that, that a fascinating social dynamic, the bartender. Like, it's it, tough. It's, it was well. It was not lost on me that uh, in you know Star Trek: The Next Generation they've got the the hollow deck, you know, with the complete fictional reality yeah. that you could program to do anything, right? And one of the se- one of the settings was just a bar. Yeah. And those characters had the comfort of you know I can just go in here, let anything that's on my chest off of it. Yeah. And yeah. not have to worry about judgment or any <laughs> other kind of bullshit because this is just you know some. Random computer program. Of course, like in the future, if we keep going on our current trajectory, Google would try to like sell you whatever you had mentioned in the bartender conversation. Oh, that um, is so know, weird. I just watched this movie called Transcendence. Um, okay. And it kind of deals with that uh, doing um, like uploading your consciousness to uh, to a computer and um, yep. like rebuilding yourself. Um I'm sure it has many more philosophical uh, allegories or, and um, meanings that that I could put up to it, but it's uh, that's really it. Really is kind of that, and that's that, they were dealing with that stuff 20 years ago. Well, 25 yeah, years. No, ago. I, it, it, look in the future. I think there will be extremely accurate simulations of your loved ones that will be available to you once you pass, once they pass on. Well, and more importantly, you know, the ones that you don't know that you can have sex with and they will pretend to enjoy oh, your please, yeah. Man. Yeah, please, please bring Westworld and Japanese <laughs> They're listening to you right now. Listening to you into reality. They're listening to you right now and listening to me interrupting you. Sorry. Um take my money. Um <laughs> <laughs> okay, Google. <laughs> Please just take my fucking money. Oh shit! I think my phone. Okay, all right. I I will I will live in a tiny home with my Japanese fuck robot, paying little to no bills, with the biggest smile on my face every day. What would you call your fuck bot? Oh no, she would she would have a nice name. Um, God, the question is, what would my fuck bot look like? Ooh. Mm. That's that's a tough yeah 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 because all right let's let's say you had to go with one and you that that finishes you off. What you, you had to can pick? Never change it, right? You pick. Well, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I guess at some point, like Millennium um, Jump, you could pick your race at which if you are, um, you know. You're, you're, you're you're living for thousands of years because <clears throat> of uh, 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 microbots and whatnot, or nano machinery or whatever. Um, if you had to go with a nationality, I think that that's important. I, I I would I would say the ethnicity isn't all that important to me, but my my, my archetype that would really you know. I mean, if you're going personality, that's fine. But I mean, but if you're going Asian, that's a big jump. 
versus wow, you racist motherfucker. No, versus really no, versus versus. Some, I I guarantee you, every Asian person would not. All right, I can't say every, but Hiro and Nagasaki is like pressing stop right now. He's. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like... Stay with me, hero. Like, I, I think um, most Asians would prefer to be with Asians. Most blacks would be oh. would want to be with blacks. And I think that, that most whites would want to be with, with whites. Um, would First of all, Jack would tell you you're 100% wrong. Most. No, I'm um, saying most. I'm with, not saying every. No. I said I most. I know. He would even say that you're 100% wrong with most. Uh, because... Uh, he he's mentioned to me we we talked about this before because he spent a few years in Japan. He said Japanese women love black American men. Okay, so that's love there we brothers. go, and we're off. Go um, with that. All right. No, you know we gotta get go ahead, Jack on this. Their individual preferences, but I I would have to have some kind of like my 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 fuck bot. Um, would have to be probably <laughs> voluptuous brunette glasses, um, extremely insatiable uh, physically and and clever. Like I, I would yeah. need. Like, no, I I totally I, I agree. Can't just have a hole. Absolutely yeah, right. I I gotta have like <clears throat> and not like clever and pleasant. Only a little bit mean occasionally, and and always joking, like like maybe poke a little bit of fun. We are kind of so thing. alike in that. I I totally yeah. fucking agree. Like there needs to be a like, little bit of self consciousness, but not not enough to um um belate their uh confidence. Yeah, to to tear down your fucking ego. Yeah. Um. And and oh yeah. Uh. There's got to be tons of confidence, but also be kind. Yep. And and Build it, and Sony. funny as fuck. Got to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. And understand it like like if I make a joke that like deep dig, like you got to like like a wink. Right. You know, right. like an understanding nod across a room at a wedding or something like that. <laughs> like hey. I see you. I there's going to be like a weird crossover point in the future, because I, I think this is this is an inevitable an inevitability. <laughs> That's a tough word, even when I'm sober. Inevitability. Um, oh, that like at the Matrix. <laughs> well, no, no. It, it, what I'm saying is, is that there's going to be a crossover where these types of robots start to become mainstream, but they're not completely like everyday common. And so, like. You take yours to a wedding, and like oh oh, I, you're I, I one see, of two people. Oh, has uh, here's uh, Senator Brown. Uh, I'd like to introduce you the to Android my life. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to introduce you, you to. Uh, here's Karen. Uh, Karen and, and Brendan can <laughs> can go uh, talk, and we're going to talk about politics. It's the Karen three thousand. Yeah, Karen, uh, um, can you bring us a couple of cocktails, uh, a couple of martinis, uh, gin up. Uh, dry <laughs> with blue cheese. Please go sour, please. Oh god! Thanks <laughs> for remembering that, man. Because that's a really good cocktail. Oh shit! And and like I can already picture like the bitter looks from the real women. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder. I, like, I had this oh, thought. The other... I guess he. I guess he doesn't believe in the human race, you know, or some shit like that. Yeah. Can um. I mean, is that a sign of um self self uh, I don't know, reliance, but self uh knowing that you exist is that you can judge other judge other people. Well, no, I was picturing it coming from the authentic human females, like oh at my, the bitch, you know, the oh yeah, at my librarian pleasant, you know, <laughs> Android, you know, like oh, I guess he's too good for a real woman, you know, and all this other. I guess he or just he's not good him. enough for a real woman. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm. I just I can already picture the static, and what's funny is like <laughs> I can't static. imagine guys. I can't imagine guys getting angry over like seeing some, you know, Fabio bot at the same wedding. Oh, that's so, a like, good point. Okay. Yeah, you have to think of it as um, uh, from the other uh, uh, point of view. Like, yeah. I wonder if she upgraded to the Hammercock, you know, 250, <laughs> you know, attachment. <laughs> no big thing. High five, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I came with Blade today. Um, yeah, uh, the Blade <laughs> 62. <laughs> Oh, what if that's a thing? What if it's like you can fight celebrity can li- lookalike bots are an option? Say again. What if celebrity lookalike bots are an option? Oh, okay. So I went with like, an Angelina. Um, you, you right. might be aware. And so all of a sudden, familiar with rights become work? a huge deal. <laughs> right, dude. I mean, that could fetch like, you know a hundred like, million uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, maybe Jack Nicholson hits the skids later on in life and he really needs the money, so he sells his likeness rights and suddenly, you know, you've got entire restaurants staffed by Jack Nicholson kind of thing. Oh, my Oh my God. You could do that with, I mean, with anybody. Um, yeah. They, they well, could as sell. Long as I they mean, gave up the rights. <clears throat> There's got to be some protections in place. No, well, I mean, you can I, sell, you, know, you could sell that that protection and say yeah i could have a whole um diner full of shares right serving that, you you know come to host karaoke and come yeah. to shares and it's oh okay so this could go a billion different ways wow you could have an entire like child care setting staffed by michael jackson's <laughs> fuck you <laughs> you're an asshole Oh my God! When you make a mafia. <laughs> oh God! You're an oh that that's that's not that's not cool. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> well, I I hope they're programmed not to molest their <laughs> clients. We we disabled the molestation subcode. It you're you're just no you're, you're fine you're fine you're waving really them excited. off. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, you may. Mm, I don't know. You're fine. <laughs> Damn it! That the, just... the gym staff by all Arnold Schwarzeneggers. <clears throat> I will. I will always be here for good, you. Good set, James. You need the spot. <laughs> Your quads—they're looking strong. Well, I mean, you could have. Yeah, you could have trainers. That'd be fun, yeah, kind of fun. Yeah, you could. 
Who would you want as your uh, personal trainer? Oh man, who wouldn't? Who one. wouldn't you want? Oh jeez. Uh Gilbert Gottfried probably. <laughs> oh God! Is that all you got? Ninety pounds? <laughs> Jesus. What you're doing right now? It looks very painful to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I would choose it just for the comic relief, actually. Hey, fuck you. You do. If, if you could actually participate, that would be awesome. Because you'd be like, all right, I got 145, and I just did 10. Um, can you can you help me out here? Are you going to spot me? And I'll spot you, know, you that, when you do 10? That just made me think of something pretty awesome. Can you imagine a comedy club? <laughs> Staffed by robots that look like famous comedians that have passed away. Oh no, that'd be the worst. Your tables being like, no, no, no. Look, you've got a Rodney Dangerfield. You've got, uh, you know, freaking um, who else am I blanking on right now? What? Uh, freaking uh, well, some that are. Mork Mindy. God, Craig. Uh, Robin Williams. You, you you've got a, um. Fucking Bill Hicks. Uh, Bill Hicks. Okay, so you're you're done. You've got three. It, George it's Carlin. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, good one. So you've got those people, and you're not pissing your pants. No, you are. That's that's the entire appeal. Like, and God knows, there's enough material recorded of those people that you could create a pretty accurate facsimile of them. Well, I thought you were performing for them. I I misunderstood. Oh no no no! I, I'm thinking like I'm just going out to a comedy club and oh shit! You know my host is George Carlin. Oh man! And he's just cracking jokes as he's sitting you down to your table, bring you over your drinks. Oh, I get. I'm sorry. I, I get what experience? you're saying. I was totally off the reservation there. Uh, oh. yeah. No, I think that that trivializes. A little bit, um, because I want to relive those moments where you know, uh, Carlin goes through the seven, you know, uh, seven bad words or whatever. Right. Um, that's what I'd want to per- them to to perform. Um, you know, their classic moments. Um. All right. Well, so maybe they rotate up on stage yeah. then. Oh my god. I, I would I'd I'd pay if I had the money, I'd pay so much money to like see the original. Hell yeah. Be able to this, see like the, the, your favorite stuff. Seven explicit that you never words from see? George Carlin? Are you kidding me? I've seen yeah. it on YouTube, but to see it in in reality and be able to get a signature from um uh, from from George oh, Carlin, he'd be able to replicate the autograph perfectly <clears throat> too. Yeah, I mean, and and think about you know the 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 people that are alive now, the Neil deGrasse Tyson's and and um the the uh, people that are uh you know technologically. At least they wouldn't have problems getting the voice right for Stephen Hawking. Oh man, so yeah, so if we could do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an asshole. Yeah, you are. Um, but I'm an asshole too because I'm laughing at it. Uh, I mean, these guys aren't going to be around for for forever. Um, if if you could bring those guys back, and um, I don't know. I, 
one of my some of my most precious possessions are my books, mm-hmm. and some are signed and and some are not, um, and diaries and things like that. Uh, have a signed book from, um, fr- uh, sorry, from, um, uh, from Hawking would, would be just like, I, I, if, if there was a fire in my apartment, it'd be the one thing it'd be my Bible. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and my dictionary from my, uh, from my, uh, grandfather, that would be mm-hmm. amazing. So yeah, that's, that, that'd be pretty important. And we're we're going way way out in the uh, stratosphere. No, here. that's all right. We're we're kind of reaching the we're we're pushing the boundaries of what uh you know we we usually have a show anyway. So a pretty good topic. I think it's a good one to kind of put a bow on it all with actually. Yeah. Uh, mortality. Um, we always tend to <laughs> go to mortality. So how does that work? I don't it's, know. Well, you know, it's it's we're more aware of it at this age. That's for I sure. I suppose. Um. With, with the song "Innocent People," I know we told you we would play it at the end. Um, you know what? If you want a a rough copy of it, email us at that Larry and his yoga pants at gmail dot com. Uh, I'm happy to share it with you there, but I think I'm gonna leave it as a tease. Yeah, I like that for the show for now. Let's do that. Um, we, we've we've teased it we, already. We, we, you know, teased it a little, and uh, there's gonna be a better quality recording, and you know, it's 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 coming. It's coming. But in the meantime, uh, we really appreciate you listening in. And uh, we apologize for the gap in shows. We're going to try to work on improving that. Just released Camp Cornhole 2. This one should go up in the next couple of days. So nice. uh, we're back, baby. And uh, we're glad that you're here. All right. James, you have any final words of wisdom? Uh, no wisdom uh, at all. Just, hey, love nice you shoes. guys. And uh, whoever's listening. Uh, love on you and uh, happy New Year's. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, whatever you're, oh, whatever you're celebrating. Shows before that, whatever, whatever you're right. celebrating. My point. Have a oh, have a happy celebration. Right now. That's it. Yeah. All right. Enjoy your Kwanzaa. Love your way. Um, <laughs> he, he throws in the Burger King tagline <laughs> at the end. Of, like I, th- it's being so like. Politically correct. No, and I he just, just says, you know what? You, all your religions are fucking fast food anyway. Oh, that's um, rude. And I just want to say, <laughs> on behalf of Craig, we love you guys. Keep listening, and we'll be here soon. Yes, all right? please do. So, uh, thank you again for listening to Age and Confused. If you want to find us online or tell your friends about us, uh, we are available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. If you want to dig into some of the older episodes, wrongsirwrong.com, you can stream it straight from the website there. Um, We've been doing this for over four years, so uh, go back to the earliest pages if you want to get to know some of the voices that you're hearing, and uh, if not, just listen to what you want to listen to. We're happy to to have you along. Um, But good night from uh, jolly old England and uh, from Chicago for James, and we hope that you'll see us uh, the next time that we're around. All right, see you guys. Thanks, guys. Peace. Well, when does he get it? He doesn't. Why not? Because he broke the rules. What rules? We didn't see any rules, did we, Charlie? Wrong, sir. Wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong.